Yep, it's a Stupidly Small Podcast. It's Wednesday, 22nd of November, 2017. The clap is oh, back, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, hey man, it's not the 60s and the Vietnam War is over, but hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, <laughs> Stuart Farrell. How are you, old man? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm well. I'm well indeed. And do you know why I'm well? Why? Do you care? I always care about you, Oh, right, good. Because yeah. I sometimes fear that I... Uh, Weinstein my opinions on you, and I and I don't. Yeah, I like the, the, the unwarranted forced uh, opinions, and I think sometimes I should ask whether you'd like these things pushed against you. But great use of yeah, no, that's fantastic. Love anyway, mm-hmm. well, the reason uh, since you, you, you happily are ready to hear is yeah the weather. Now, all right. it's all right for your ABC types to complain about the heat, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> about 6... Times, <laughs> you're a bastard. <laughs> yes. At about 6pm yesterday, yeah. I uh, knocked over a day's freelancing. Thank you, Lauren Clark. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, uh, I couldn't whippersnip because uh, an ex-friend of mine yeah. uh, pinched my whippersnipper. His name's Joe Benatic. <laughs> And uh, so I, I, I went and bought a cheap whippersnapper that has all but uh, done and, and, and collapsed on itself. So I mm. I literally threw my $50 Bunnings whippersnapper onto a concrete floor to smash it to bits yesterday afternoon. So oh. it wasn't a good start to a great day. Oh, no. But, okay. no, no, just in disgust. Oh, I was right. trying wiring it. Like, it just doesn't work. It's right, a piece okay. of junk. <laughs> yeah. right? yes. It's a classic case of you get what you pay for. With yeah. whippersnippers and jeans, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Right? You're going to yeah. look like a big hairy hedge if you've got a bad <laughs> whippersnipper or a bad pair of jeans. Yeah, Lauren Clark. <laughs> big hairy hedge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lauren Clark. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I thought, you know what I can do? I've got a, a, a lawnmower that I, well, quite surprisingly for me, Went and got serviced at the local um, lawnmower. At, is that like the trendy name for a lawnmower repair shop there? Is that what they're calling it in Fitzroy? We must take the Victor down to the lawnmower. Uh, because there is no, is there anything worse than calling a fish and chip oh, shop? Yeah. Thank you, Laura. A fish and yeah. chip shop. Yeah. A fish and chippery. I mean, give me a flaming no, break. No, that's not bad. You're just... So we took the we took the Victor down to the lawnmower. No. And uh, we said, no. give no. old Bertha the, the, the one table, will you, Stanley? The grass what? monger. <laughs> the grass monger. Yes. So, mm. exactly. So anyway, we got it back. And so I've been treating this thing like it's a four-wheel drive uh, power machine. It's been uh, up and down mm. the wood chips like you wouldn't believe. All right. And so uh, I, I I managed to eke out a half-decent-looking uh, back and front lawn. Oh. It's much like a oh, – well, I can't say that. No, I'm glad you're I, finally I, learning to well, it's a It's a ripper. No, it's not. Can I? No. Oh, I can change no, it a bit. Really Much like Stevie no, Wonder no. with a waxing kit, right? So I, I did my best with it. No, I know you're not going to laugh because you can't support. You're so ridiculous that that's your... <laughs> so anyway, oh, I mean, oh poor old Stevie. He's copter for yonks and he's, he's, he's tougher than all of us. Um, but, uh, so long as he doesn't uh, do a back crack and sack, he's... <laughs> now, it's... Yes. Now, we're back. Sack and crack. And it's, uh, so I've done the lawn and uh, the, the smell of grass, I've commented on the smell of grass. It was fantastic, Reno. That's so good. And, but, and, but, 
we uh, the plan was it's hot, hot, hot. Damn hot, as I said in that uh, classic uh, Good Morning Vietnam with the late Rob Williams. Yes. Uh, it's uh, hot. Damn hot. And so uh, we fired up the uh, Weber. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the point. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Point yeah. was, is even. The Weber was humming. The neighbours oh, neighbors to the left of me, neighbours to the right. We were all, and I was stuck in the middle, of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If we want old film references and uh, bit of Steeler's Wheel. Unbelievable, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, welcome to 3AW uh, Podcast. Said, uh, I'm your host, Funky Funky Shoe, and he's my oh little my uh, lassie friend. God. And so the thing is, yeah. so the, the the young bucks on, on to the right of me mm. were uh, partying, the dartboard out, and the, 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 the drinks were flying, and their funky techno music going, and they're all yapping and swearing, oh as the young God. people do. And the family to the left of me were all cooking on the barbecue, and the kids were playing and bashing the balls against the fence, and the, the hose was going. And I just sat there in the shade of my new pergola and thought, this is as good as it gets. Regional Victoria, you've won again because I cannot envision a life any better than I had yesterday afternoon, Lauren Clark. It was pure heaven. Oh, my God. You... Uh, no, how, what can I say? What, <laughs> I've got to censor myself now. But I did not have that experience yesterday. Huh. I had the experience. I've noted uh, on the front so page of things. A bit of a southernised tea uh, as we have yes, here in regional uh, Victoria. Thank you, Lauren Clark. Uh, you're just so revolting. It's like... Revolting it must be in a like, good way? It must be like what happens in the States when old people like move to Florida. <laughs> and they talk so. to their no, friends no, this is where it's all the phone and the they're like... The food scene's <laughs> taken off. The wine. Yeah, that's what they mad. say too. That's yeah. what they say. The you know, we can end at four o'clock here. It's fantastic. <laughs> and it's a lot cheaper for you before five. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, in the city and I was... Ugh. You know, in traffic and all this stuff. And I was hearing about how it's going to be like the longest stretch, the biggest heat wave in, the biggest heat wave in spring in history and all that stuff. And I was in an incredibly bad mood. And I just kept getting like, like just sort of absurd requests via email. Like just insane. Your life is made up. Look, at the moment, your life does consist of absurd requests, though. I it mean, to be honest. It is completely ridiculous. Yeah. It is a patchwork of absurd requests. <laughs> to the point where, you know, we were talking yesterday about, is it on yesterday's podcast? About the, about, you know, when you've got a new thing, like you do painting or whatever for a day and then your brain just is mm. in painting mode. Yes. I wouldn't mind painting portraits, though, I've decided. Like oh. we sunstroke though. Yeah. Have you decided that? Well, Have you got no, any got... artistic talent? Have you ever been are you used to yeah, you can draw certain things, can't you, Stu? <laughs> well if it's from the street. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Put it this way. I wouldn't mind Robert Doyle's opinion of my artwork. You wouldn't what? Mind Robert Doyle's opinion of my artwork. Right. Mm. Yes. Being anyway, the foremost street art uh, critic of this state. Very, very, uh, yeah, progressive in terms of. It's funny. I've now I've now noticed the most references to street art that you find huh. are things like are things like you know, um, city of Melbourne street art workshop. 
You, you know what I mean? Like, like free graffiti uh, tagging uh, workshops. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> by the way, we're finding people that paint out bollards and, and, you know, that don't do anything that isn't in a lame way. That's, it, you can't oh, no. legislate. No, we can't have this. You we can't, can't legislate this... for uh, street art. You just can't. Okay, Stop. We, we can't have this conversation again. No, we, we nearly we came to blows another time. We've got to try and get through this, this one without having an actual uh, fisticuffs as well. Well, it's Wednesday. I well, can't promise that's that. that's true. It's... It's hot. Well, We've, it's well, damn yeah. hot. It's damn hot. God, you and your, <laughs> <laughs> you and your references. Well, um, it's a pretty funky movie. Have you seen that one uh, starring uh, Goodwill Hunting's Robin Williams in his earlier roles? Um, you know he was Mork from Mork? Wow, Stu. No, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> How long have you been up this morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been researching Robert Williams for a certain uh, project I've been doing as a freelancer. <laughs> Thank you, Owen Clark. Have uh, you really? I get to uh, really immerse. My... I'm a, a bit of a character writer at the moment. Uh, Thank you, Lauren Clark. Uh, I didn't think character writer was dingworthy, but anyway. Um, no, I no, don't I haven't know why wrote... either. I was just wondering that myself. <laughs> I haven't immersed myself in Williams at this, at this point, but the more we talk about it, it seems like it could be undiscovered territory. Maybe, a, maybe a. Yeah. Unauthorised biography. Perhaps he had a cocaine habit in one one stage. Nobody's ever spoken about him before. No, I know. Um, I was that reminded me of about ten things that have now gone completely past my brain. Um, No, it's completely gone. Would you rather? You know, you always talk about your legacy. Well, well, lack of. How yes. you know? Oh, it's terrible because I'm not going to have a legacy, right? Now, at this stage, well, my pergola might be my legacy. You're your own legacy, dude. Everybody knows that. Mm. One is one's own legacy. <laughs> anyway. Great. Thanks <laughs> for depressing me even further on this <laughs> upcoming 31 degree day. I was going to, I'm looking, for, all I look forward to now is 4 p.m. and sitting outside with a beer and the barbecue going. Anyway. That's what I have. That's my legacy. Listen, listen, Empty beer Florida. cans and uh, hey, burnt fl- gas. Yes. Florida, listen to me. So, um, what I was going to say was if you've got that. Weird idea that I've always told you I think is weird and wrong of mm-hmm. having um, like a an idea of that. Listen to your drink. It's so, it's so good. Oh, I do like a cold tea oh in the afternoon. God. Oh, Lara. my gosh. Well, like you're actually, you actually are like a kind of. Southern Belle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite anyway, what was I What was I talking about? Well, I'm you... not sure. No, because you never listen to a word I say. Well, I don't, and I'm freely admit it. I think what it's great that I we say? have that uh, sort of understanding. Have you like been drinking? Have you gone to bed? I wish. <laughs> anyway, now which, at which point I can re- I can recall everything you said. Which which part? The part I was just saying, where I was talking. About, oh yeah, your legacy. Thanks for not remembering a single thing that I was talking about. Okay. Would well, you rather have no? Or have no legacy or have just you, you're your own legacy. Or would you rather somebody famous write about you, put you in a song, like make you famous? You know what you're doing? What? There's a certain afternoon's presenter on a certain local ABC radio station that certainly likes to borrow from a certain American podcast. Lauren Clark, I'm accusing you Uh of not deliberately... But subliminally, just borrowing that conundrum. Oh, really? From what? Oh, from um. That's right. Do you have to say it out? Do you you want to do politics? 
slate slab political, political gabfest. Fest? Slab. Never... <laughs> oh, wow. You are drunk, my friend. <laughs> oh, anyway, listen. Yes. Uh, I didn't know they did that. I can't stand those things. The those... conundrum shows. No, no but stand on the most recent edition of the podcast, mm-hmm. there was a conundrum they because they were plugging the conundrum show coming up in Boston, right. and the conundrum presented from a listener was: Would you rather yeah. die poor and happy, yeah. and uh, have written a work that will, uh, after your death, go on for years and years and years? To influence and inspire people, or yeah. would you rather die rich mm. and happy mm. and not have left such a legacy? That's not the same one at all. You didn't listen to a goddamn word I said. It was pretty close. It it's was not a, it, at all. Your bit. It was a bite, as we it used was to say. Not, it was nowhere near close. What I'm asking you, you, Stuart Farrell, not generally the listeners, you, Stuart Farrell, mm-hmm. Is you have always gone, oh, and you know, what do you do with your life? If you haven't done anything with your life, nobody will remember you well, and you might as well not exist and all mm. that, right? Well, now right. you've got your pagola. I'm a monument to myself. I'm going to be buried under that thing. I'm going to burn myself. <laughs> when I feel like I'm getting close to death, I'm going to set myself on fire. It's going to be a self cremation because <laughs> I don't want to risk it. It's going to happen there idiot. on a banana lounge. Built of bamboo. Forget it. I'm not even going to finish putting it to you. But you Why are... not put it to me? Okay. You know, I don't. Let's put it this way: there are hard, There is hardly anybody who's like been written about. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's a thing that like a lot of writers. I'm members of. I'm a member of a few little writers chat groups or whatever. And there are so many like threads about. Oh my god, how's your family taken it that you've just included them in your non-fiction, you know, thing? Like right? Sidaris. because. Are you just now going to name people who've written non-fiction? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. I was asking for an example. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. no. I, and by the way, I was I was pretty much uh, I'd expended my repertoire after. The... <laughs> no, Sedaris is not at all who I was talking right. about. Okay. I would say Chapelli. I would say somebody like, oh. You know, all the all anyone who's written a narrative thing, like a pro- probably like a memoir. Anyone who's written a memoir, or turns to bookcase, okay. or a famous person who said, "Here's this." Like for instance, here's a, here's one. Huh. Uh, problematic slightly, but not really as much as some uh, is. A. A. Milne, no, yeah, A. A. Milne and Wasn't Christopher Robin. Food Robert. critic? Right. Food critic. This podcast is so not working. We are like, it's like I'm having one conversation and you're having a completely other conversation. Who's, who's, is it A.A. Gill? Sorry. A.A. Milne you know, is thinking, the guy. Is it A.A. Gill that's a food critic? I don't know. You know I don't know who a food critic is. You told me the other day somebody was a famous chef who I met at a party and I'd never, I'd never heard of them. Shannon Bennett. No I idea. his wife. Stuart, I don't want you to tell everybody about anything in my life, so shut up. I'm uh, just a- telling a- you. He's A.A. Gill. Sorry. A- Best a- known Mil- for food and travel writing, Sunday Times restaurant reviewer, as well as a television critic. You are sort of Benny Fee, GQ, and Esquire. Nobody just can understand you when you read super fast, and that's not the point. The point is, A.A. Milne <laughs> wrote Christopher Robin, right? Oh, yes. He was uh, Batman's friend, of course. He, oh. Pop culture reference. <laughs> what? 
Have we on the same? I could have page? slept in. Like that's the beautiful thing about this. I could have actually been in. <laughs> Would you have wasted your time on a sleep? little bit more of a sleep in? Anyway, Christopher always. and Robin. They, they, what were always. they doing? No, that he didn't write. Christopher Robin is not the character. I mean, he's the character, not the book. The books are called like When We Were Six and The Adventures of Winnie oh, the Pooh and things like that, right? Very unoriginal title. But there's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, there are all these different characters, and one of the characters is it's actually beautiful piece of writing which i didn't mm. realize until i went back and read it but um yeah. like as an adult but the, uh, the 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 characters the toys are characters the animals are characters and they've got this kind of benevolent sort of kid who they don't who they just they all know is really special he's just like a really kind of special special magical, how like he special he magical kind of dude he's just like bike fast or no like they just spell. like they just know he's awesome. Like they just know that. Oh, we can't figure this out, Christopher. So it's Robin like goodwill hunting. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> just to bring it back to Robin Williams, but it now in that they they don't know what it is, but they know. I mean, they suppose they knew with Will that he was good at maths, but even though he was a cleaner. <laughs> Nothing that you've said. <laughs> it's like the thing that I said. I'm working it out with you. We're working through AA Milne together. Oh my. god. God. A. A. Milne, like this is like an A.A. Milne Goodwill Hunting mashup. <laughs> what they do in the funky music scene? You've got to stop saying the word funky. <laughs> <laughs> what about trendy? <laughs> oh, no. And if you say trendy, you can't say trendy. <laughs> yeah, I'll get arrested. I'll be you, you uh, Weinstein. Yeah. Yes. You've Weinstein the word. I've Weinstein the word and yeah. the world. That is hideous. Continue. So A.A. Milne with, with the head, it's funky, yeah. It, <sighs> Traits, yes. Anyway, the point about the A. M. Milne is that they call uh, Milne. The, they had a relationship. Like, the, he was the Robin. Now you look at me thinking Williams. Robin Hood. Christopher Robin character is yeah. the um, is the son was his son, right? It was A. M. Milne's son was called Christopher something Robin or something Christopher Robin right. or something, right? Well, who was Pooh Bear? Oh, for crying out loud! His t- toys. They're all toys. <laughs> Right. Where did anyway. they come with Pooh Bear? P O H. It's not yeah. spelt poo, right? No, it's I spelt... get it. They, they put an H on for uh, for class. No, because it's explained in the book, in the first book okay. that if that what happened was uh, the teddy was given to Christopher Robin, teddy bear, and the and an adult said, "What's it called?" And uh, they said, and he said, "Poo." And they said, oh. uh, what do you mean? And he said some clarifying thing that to him was like, a duh. And to the adults was like, well, what are you talking about? It's sort of uh-huh. kid logic, right? Okay. Anyway, um, so he, the, I, the, I think they actually got along all right. Mm. Like I think they were, they were kind of fine. Um, but he sort of said later, I kind of wish my father hadn't mined my childhood and turned me into a millionaire. That's what I think. Yeah. Stop whinging. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, remember that movie, I swear I, I cite Nick Hornby way too often um, oh, as a cultural spotting. reference point, but I think it's my 20s. What? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, controversially <laughs> weird with John Cusack or whatever it's called, <laughs> the, the, uh, working in the music shop. <laughs> Oh, Controversially weird. Yep, that's the movie. Yeah, <laughs> 
It has some sort of stupid name like that. Definitely called Controversially Weird. Anyway, in (laughs) the movie that wasn't called Controversially Weird. What was it called? Do you know, in fact, here's the story. I can't remember. Um, High Fidelity. Thank you, Controversially Weird. (laughs) I knew it had two two names, two words. Anyway. In one, one name, two words. Not the other, not that film, but the other one that he's kind of famous for, which was um, about a boy, which is fam- which was famous in My on, Little I'm Friendship. Looking, uh, what's that other book? Didn't we speak to Nick Hornby? No, you keep thinking oh. we did. We spoke to Evan Welsh. Oh God, trains, buddy. Boring. Anyway, yeah. Oh my God, listen. <sighs> What we what the hell are we talking about? This is why you were talking about Nick Hornby and Nick Hornby controversially the the film about a boy, which I like famously like an idiot when um when when about a boy was we were about to watch it. Was it about a boy on DVD? Somebody said, "All right, is everyone ready? If we got the popcorn and we're all sitting around," and Mm. I said, "What's this film about again?" Like literally meaning it. And that was even worse than my joke about a boy. No, I didn't mean it. It wasn't. It wasn't me being funny. It was me being. Well, it was me not being funny, and you weren't even trying. That's terrible. Anyway, so uh, (laughs) about a boy in about a boy. NBC Radio with those booms. (sighs) You, there's something wrong with you today. Uh, uh, in about a boy, there that's is a, the nicest thing you've said to me all month. Could you stop talking? Like you, it's like you wait for the silence to stop and for me to start speaking. It's like you are sometimes you are like a, a brother who just goes oh, blah, blah, as soon as I open my mouth. Anyway, in high fidelity, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one. In high fidelity, um, the there's a character what? who is completely. Have def- seen it or read it. Well, listen, that's what I'm telling you about. That's what I'm asking you, but I'm just saying don't don't say to me, like, remember that guy. Because okay, you know right. what? It's one of those films and books. Well, all books I refuse to acknowledge, but it was one of those films that I refuse to ever watch because it, it just sounds like a pile of crap. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, so <laughs> in that film, there's a guy whose whole life is defined by his um, his. Father wrote Shoe a Christmas choices. jingle. Psst, shh. His father wrote a Christmas jingle, right? Ah, yes. And it was super famous. And as soon as anyone sings it, everyone else goes, "Oh, that one! Oh my God, your father wrote that! What?" And stuff. How good would that be? And but he it defined his whole life in the sense that a it's kind of his like claim to fame but he didn't even do anything and mm. b he's got lots of money and so he kind of like doesn't have to do anything and so he doesn't and so he oh. becomes a kind of a bit of a douchebag right does that sound like the greatest problem in the world mm-hmm. i watched anyway. a movie about that last night did you with um what's that guy from you can count on me oh. called the the God, actor we should never talk about films remember you can count on me hello thomas my, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time which is what uh, starred laura linney and the guy from Thingo. He's famous now, but he always smokes on screen. Oh. And anyway, he was in this thing about a dad with <laughs> bipolar like... last night on SBS. <laughs> and this is like somebody describing a dream or something. It's sort of a bit bonkers and doesn't Now, what's make... his name? Chris uh, um, Coconut. Hang on, hang on. Wait. His I'm name gonna... is definitely not Chris Coconut. No, but no, no, but, no, but Coconut's a good thing. Hang on. Wait. You can – you have to excuse me because I have to uh, look at – if you haven't seen this film, this is our little recommendation, IMDb, right? What is uh, it? It's fa- You Can Count on Me. Here oh. we go. You 2000. 
You're so funny. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> you see me count on me with what? Mark Ruffalo on <laughs> I love that film. I think it's a beautiful film. But from like, when was that? 2000. <laughs> it was like when, it was Mark Ruffalo's breakout role, his third Billy on the... What are you laughing at? Because your references are like, I've got a movie to recommend to you. <laughs> Listen no, up, what? kids. No, <laughs> it's from 1945. Point. It's black and white. It's called Citizen yeah. Kane. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. a real, Rosebud. real cracker. Yes, all, the, all of the... Look, you know what? I would recommend uh, Citizen Kane. I think that's a f- flaming, fantastic Citizen film. Citizen Kane's a great film. Yes. So is A Third Man, actually. They're, they're, all those films that people talk about are really interesting. Old films are the best. As soon as I get well, into watching old films... You Can Count On Me never really made the big time. It was one of the early roles for It was for a favourite. You ask Thomas Caldwell, write to us if you're listening to this Oh, one. that guy. He hasn't listened to us for years. Oh, as if. Anyway, he said, he wrote to us recently. Did you still <laughs> the film Megalomaniac. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, he, I reckon it was a favourite. I reckon it was one of those ones. Why can't Thomas organise the stupidly small funniest film award at the Melbourne International Film Festival? What do you presented mean? Presented by us. Well, we can just judge the funniest film of the whole film festival. <laughs> if he was a real listener, he'd do it. A real listener. Do you a only real... get to be a real listener if you do? If you offer us an <laughs> award you, you jeopardise your yeah. entire career. <laughs> well, it just proves that you're keen, you know. Uh, anyway, was there a point to the Laura Linney hilarious? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, was one, it was his breakout role. Uh, do, and as Thomas would tell you, it was directed by Kenneth Lonergan. And uh, it is, can I just recommend this? This is outside of recommendations, ladies and gentlemen. This is one of the great films. If, I mean, you have to, you have to put your life on pause. Yeah. You have to uh, turn off the washing machine, ensure you don't have a, um, anything to do for one hour and 51 minutes, mm-hmm. and just sit down and absorb this beautiful part of Americana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the point? So the point was really to advertise a film to us that came out in the year two thousand. Well, no, I know, but no, I, I don't understand the point where it came from. Well, I do understand. I don't remember where. where <laughs> I don't started. understand <laughs> the point where it came from. <laughs> Your Honour, <laughs> um, Stu. Ah, we should get out of it's here. It's been a scintillating podcast, but well, I you know really what it's don't. Been? It's been about films. It's been about. Um, that's about uh, it. So, Lauren <laughs> Clark. How do uh, <laughs> film missiles and uh, cineplums <laughs> get in contact with us? <laughs> film missiles and cineplums can find us at <laughs> um, Stupidly Big. We're stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes. And that's where you can go and give us a rating and a review. Uh, Instagram, you've been really leaving that for dead. Oh, you don't Instagram. trust me with it. Dude, I said Instagram media. about four seconds ago. You said iTunes again. No, I said Instagram as well. Right. What's so, important? What, what, if they were going to go to iTunes, what would be an important thing to do? What do you mean? Well, what could, what could a listener Leave a do? rating and a review? Okay. That's yeah, that'd be yeah. good. It wasn't yeah. like I was saying that already. But anyway, uh, it's really... Been scintillating having you along for the ride this morning, Stu. I think you may have inhaled some pain. 
tubes or something. Because, oh, I wish. Oh, we didn't even get to mailbag mid mid midweek mailbag. Mid, well, we can, Monday, we can whatever do it, is. it. We can do it tomorrow. You know why? Because technically, oh, stop in, the, it's not in this seven day a week uh, non penalty rate, non getting paid properly uh, gig economy that we all live in now, oh. Thursday could potentially be midweek now. It's that's that's that flimsy flimsy premise. I know. I don't flimsy. want you. I don't want you and your old fashioned uh, five day a week. I get two days on a Saturday and Sunday off uh, and overtime lifestyle. Uh, having a crack at me being a freelancer. Thank you, Lauren Clark, and a gig economy. Thank you, Stuart Farrell, okay. gig economy type person. Uh, and just leave me out of your uh, well, you know. What do you call it? Worko-normative lifestyle? Worko-normative. Your phrases have just been out the top of the charts today. Worko-normative. I've, I I'm trying to identify now. with you lefties here with my <laughs> phrases. Stuart Farrell, we may or may not see you tomorrow, depending on I'll how those fumes go Whether on your little brain over there. Whether or not you let me turn on this microphone, I'll be here talking <laughs> into it. I hope that's a promise. I will hopefully see you then. Uh, everybody have good days and we'll Bob, see you later. By the way, Team Lauren. Team Lauren has had a complete oh, really? resurgence over the last 48. And I thank everybody deeply. Stuart, okay, I'll well, see you tomorrow. Just, okay, just one, one quick thing then. Mm-hmm. Watch you count on me mm-hmm. and get online and hashtag Team Stuart. <laughs> okay. You're a good lad. See you tomorrow, Stu. Bye-bye.